Okay. So, good evening. As it's almost, we should really say good Shabbos. Good Shabbos. And we are starting today a new chapter. Yesterday, we zoomed through a large chunk of chapter 29. We concluded the last of the four thoughts of the first strategy. And then we had the entire second strategy. And today we begin a little piece of the third strategy. So the first strategy we said is good for people that can really, really delve in their thoughts and really imagine these things very, very concretely. The second strategy is really good for people that have a lot of emotion, emotional intensity, a lot of anger. Anger issue people, that's a great strategy for you. Um, it was also a very deep strategy because it had tremendous, amazing side benefits, fringe benefits, see godliness, amazing. Strip evil of its illusionary powers, amazing. This third strategy also is amazing from a different perspective. This third strategy, this entire chapter, is really good for anyone that finds themselves naturally or every once in a while being judgmental because this strategy really, really crushes, destroys that piece of judgment and unfortunately very often we have courtrooms in our minds and they're picking away and looking and passing judgment and looking and passing judgment and looking and passing judgment. So what's the strategy? The strategy is based on the concept, of course, from Pirkei Avos, be very shuffle before everyone. What is shuffle? Shuffle is not anav. Anav means modest, humble. Shuffle doesn't mean humble. Shuffle means low. Look around you. Look at the world. And according to the Diuk of the Al-Sarebbe, he quotes this in Pirkei Avos, Look around even non-Jews of the world. Look around the world and understand that potentially, possibly, every single human being on the planet, maybe, is serving Hashem better than you are. And if you look around and really, really imagine and understand that possibly everyone out there is giving Hashem more nachas than you are, is a very crushing thought. And this thought can crush the evil, can crush your heart, can crush the evil that's gripping around your soul and free your soul, and then your soul can shine. Now, how is this possible, though? How in the world could you imagine that everyone in the world, maybe, is serving Hashem better than you? And remember, officially we're talking to a baby here. So, of course, this thought works for all of us. This is a very practical thought. This one can utilize, or the general concepts are very applicable in, in various situations. There's a Maim Chazal, Don't judge your friend until you're in his place. Why? Because his place can be causing him to sin. And what does this mean, his place? So the place can be understood on both the physical and the spiritual dimension. On the physical dimension, maybe you grew up in this nice from enclave in this 
you know, sequestered little ghetto area, surrounded by godliness and purity and holy people. And maybe he grew up in a street corner. You know, we think of street corners as a modern concept, but the rubber raises the same idea here at Tanya. Maybe he grew up in a street corner. So maybe he was surrounded by a lot of not holy people doing not holy things. And maybe that's what he saw in process from a very young age. Well, that was a tremendous impact on him. Also on the spiritual plane. Everyone has different challenges. Everyone has different inclinations. Some people's Yetzirah, evil inclination, the Rebbe says, is like a commercial oven. Not a domestic oven. Not the one in your kitchen. The flames of a commercial oven are the flames and passions of his Yetzirah. So here you're looking at someone, and you're like, oh boy, are they off? Or why is this girl always so unsneered? Or why, you know, whatever, fill in the blanks. The Rebbe says, hello? How can you judge? You have no clue their physical place. You have no clue their spiritual place. You don't know their inner challenges. You don't know their outer challenges. As someone recently said at a lecture I was at, even sometimes when we look at someone and we think we know their challenges, we really only see a small glimmer of what they're going through because embedded in all that we see is so much that we don't see. So therefore based on this principle, based on the saying of our sages, truly, anyone else there maybe is giving Hashem more nachas than you are. We don't mean that they're doing more mitzvahs. I mean, that could be a little more obvious. Maybe it's obvious they're not doing mitzvahs. Maybe it's obvious they're doing lots of averas. But even this person who's so obviously not doing mitzvahs and so obviously doing averas, but based on their struggle maybe what they're doing is giving Hashem so much nachas, maybe more than you. Because how hard are you struggling? How difficult is it for you to do the good you're doing and for you to keep back from the bad that you're keeping back from? So when a person thinks of it this way, it's a very, very humbling thought. It's more than humbling. It's a, it's a thought that makes one feel very low. What? This person that I would have viewed as a sinner is actually giving Hashem more pleasure than I am? Wow. I I need to start working. I, I would like to give Hashem also, at least as Mashachas, that potentially they are. I'll just end with one little anecdote, which I don't usually give anecdotes on this very brief class, but I just think this is such a practical concept because we encounter it all the time. Maybe not that we need to crush ourselves and remove our pimps and halev, but definitely that we have a tendency to judge. So once, many years ago, I was, I mean, well, it's very hard to strip a story of all this window dressing, and then when you do, when you don't, it's too much time, and when you do, there's nothing left. The upshot is I was once I saw someone, I was at someone's house, a seemingly religious woman dressed very immodestly. Okay. Night continues, and we, we got into a very, very, very deep conversation. And as we've had this very, very deep, open conversation, she shared with me how much she struggles with modesty and how it's such a challenge for her and what she really wants to dress like and how she forces herself to dress as she is. And I remember feeling them like, wow. 
It was literally the same day. <laughs> so it was very intense. I'm like, wow. A few hours ago, I had looked at her and thought, wow, come on. Uh, you're supposedly whatever, blah, 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 blah. And a few hours later, I looked at her with such respect and like, wow. What nachas you must be giving Hashem that you're dressing like this and not like that. So it's a very powerful lesson to always keep in mind as we encounter life. Don't judge someone if you're not in their place. And we're never in the other person's place. So therefore, judgment is never appropriate. Good Shabbos. Any questions? Please unmute yourself, star six. Okay. Good Shabbos.